Hey everybody, welcome to Netflix and Chill on the Boom Howdy Podcast Network. I'm Casey Canton. Kelly is here with me as well. Hello. We decided to do a podcast again. Yeah. After back at it. many days of not being around, but we have a good explanation. We were actually stuck in the upside down. We were for a while. It's terrifying. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had dandruff the whole time. <laughs> you did. I did. You did. Uh, but yeah, we're back now, uh, and we're going to talk today about Stranger Things, which everyone's probably already talked about. Uh, but for those of you that maybe you're just getting into the show, or you just watched it a week ago, and you're trying to bug your friends about, hey, I want to talk about this. Well, we're going to be your friends, and you can talk to us about it. Yeah, and who cares if it was a month ago, because the show is badass, yeah. and it just needs to be talked about And constantly. you can watch it again. Yeah. I have watched it three times now. <laughs> yeah, you just informed me of that. I've only watched it once all the way through i had to wait yeah. i had to yeah, wait right. two weeks after it came out and it was brutal and then i burned <laughs> through it in like two days i watched it on a whim on a monday i watched it again on a tuesday so i binge watched oh 16 God. episodes within 48 hours and then i my wife wanted to watch it so we watched it yet again yeah when she got back from where she was at so yeah we're back since we've been gone San Diego Comic-Con has happened, Kansas City Comic-Con has happened, and Stranger Things has come out. So that's basically what we're going to talk about on the show today. We won't have a lot of news um, updates, but we'll have a few up front before we jump into the pop culture event of the year. <laughs> yeah. Turns out that Stranger Things has been. Um, so for news, when, when I was at San Diego Comic-Con... Yes. We found out some really interesting news during a fan screening about a movie that was coming out that I was kind of like, well, we could have shot that trailer in the, uh, uh, we could have done that trailer in the weekend. so hard because the last, was it the last time we were together? It was, uh, yeah. We um, kind of made fun of the trailer <laughs> a lot. Well, okay. So in our defense... There wasn't much to the trailer, right? right? And it's found footage. Um, of course, we're talking about the woods, if you haven't yes. caught on yet. Um, it was found footage. I mean, it looked fine, but it didn't look like anything kind of groundbreaking to me. However, it turns out at San Diego Comic-Con, the woods was actually announced to be the Blair Witch. Yes. Finally, a Blair Witch sequel to the original, and we could all forget about Blair Witch 2 now. <laughs> Yeah, occurred because Eduardo Sanchez, one of the original uh, creators of the Blair Witch, gave his blessing on this. Is I think is probably a producer. Um, but a funny story about that: he was in Kansas City during the World Series oh. uh, when the Royals were in the first World Series, and we had him scheduled to come in in October to screen his Bigfoot movie Exist. Yes, and then also show the Blair Witch back to back, and he was going to do a Q and A. And he knew some friends in town, so he was just coming in. He was going to hang out with them afterwards, whatever. Well, little did we know, we scheduled this event, um, you know, a few months in advance. And the Royals were in the World Series on Game (laughs) 7. And that's the day he was in town. So So pretty sparse. uh, And even for people that were there, you know, the movie Blair Witch was showing. Everyone was in the lobby, like, watching the game. Right, yeah. So I felt bad about that. And he understood it, but... um, we had a lot of time to talk <laughs> yeah during that time and we were talking about the Blair Witch and he's like you know we're we're trying to do something for a third film it's not you know it's not coming together yet and you, granted this was 2014 right mm-hmm. 
but and there's been rumors that a third one's going to happen for quite some time but um yeah he was just kind of kicking around he's like yeah we just got something to do with maybe the rights or they weren't quite getting the script right and in my mind when when we were talking and he brought this up maybe this will be another sequel to the sequel yeah like a third one he was talking about doing a uh movie about coffin rock like okay. the origin story yeah. of the seven people that got killed yeah so you'd actually see them which i thought that would be we'll probably see that eventually really interesting yeah uh yeah and maybe we will but so, we're getting a sequel and it's like heather donahue's nephew or something i thought it was his, her brother her brother that's trying to figure out what happened to her yeah yeah um so I kind of ruined myself on Blair Witch because I watched it like a year after it had come out. So I so the buzz had worn known. off. Although it was, I mean, I was babysitting. I was in high school. I was babysitting and um, watching it by myself. And so there were some scary parts, but I didn't, I thought the marketing for that movie was brilliant. Yeah. Um, and they did exactly what needed to be done for that film at the time because nobody had done a found footage film before that. I mean, that was like the start of found footage. So there was one film that came out around the same time that didn't have nearly the publicity. I can't for life me think of what it was. I'm sure there's listeners. Was it also found footage? It was, it was yes. And I think it was a camping movie. If I recall, because I know there was tense involved. Another podcast that I was a guest on talked about this. This has been like five or six years ago. But in my mind, you know, if I can't remember your movie and it's not widely talked about, then it probably wasn't the first found footage movie. It was Blair Witch. Right. Because there yeah. was some discrepancy on like well, yeah, when it was well, released. And I say that and... is because it's the first one that I really remember being. Oh, like, yeah. Everyone thought Me too, it was yeah. real because no one had ever seen. I-, I feel like everyone thought it was real because no one really had ever seen anything like that. Sure. So well, and the way it was sold was that it was an actual right documentary they had, like, film the news crew. clippings and like all this crazy. Keep in mind too, this is when the internet hadn't really like mm-hmm. completely blown up yet to the proportions it is today. So they had a web, a missing website, and it was very shitty, you know. Right. And it just had missing posters and had like facts about the kids and that kind of thing. So to your point, yes, the marketing on it, and it was shown at Sundance. And people were losing their minds thinking it was real. Um, but then you take something in 2016, you're like, and I even talked to him at the Q&A about it. I was like, you can't ever do that again, right? Right. Like you're screwed. But then they got, they did and it And they fucking again. did it. Yeah. Like and a, I think it's so great. It was like in a different way, but in the best way that you could have pulled something like that off again. Yeah. They because when it. you watch the trailer, it just says the woods. Yeah. And you're like, and okay. even when you send it, because so you're in San Diego and you send that to me, and you're like, Holy immediately, shit. <laughs> yeah. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, uh, yeah. Oh, okay, this is a longer trailer of the woods. I still <laughs> didn't even get it, and then I was like, Oh wait. And then I remember it was like the next day. I was like, Was the woods trailer of the Blair Witch the whole time? And you're like, yes. yes. And I think actually what you said is, um, it blew my dick off. <laughs> <laughs> that's how excited you were about dick, it dick consider my dick blown <laughs> and not a good way <laughs> i obviously laughed at that but um <laughs> yeah so it was still didn't even sink into me and i was like wow that's pretty brilliant you know i mean they're doing it a, again in a different way but still getting people excited about it and although that blair witch didn't 
only the ending of Blair Witch really freaked me sure. out. Spoiler alert. But when they, they walked down. Spoiler, spoiler alert. For 20, 14. Or is it 20? I, I think it's 20 years now. Yeah. Um, You know, when he's standing in the corner, it's terrifying. In the bottom, in the basement of the house. R.E.M. Michael that, Stipe was standing in the corner. Yeah, that scared me. <laughs> but this, this trailer, it looks like it. It's intense. Yeah. Which makes me wonder, like, how, how much can they keep up that pace? Yeah. It being that intense, you know what I mean? So, I so, don't know. So Exist was kind of intense. Yeah, it was uh, way better than I had expected. And me I say too. that because of a Bigfoot film, and you're like, well. And found footage, and you're like, Let's Bleh. see what it looks like. But, like, you see the monster in it, and the monster looks fantastic. Bigfoot and most looks of the fantastic. Movie, yeah, and most of the movie is just them in a tent right just is it is that the one with the in the tent no you're no, talking you're thinking willow creek nope not willow creek either what the f- no exists is when they're in the cabin yeah they're in the cabin right okay still good i'm, I'm getting my <laughs> movies confused but yeah it's still pretty intense so i don't know this one i feel like has and is the new one found footage and for Blair Witch? Yeah. Uh, I believe it's found footage, yeah. The whole thing? Yeah. The new one? I'm pretty sure it is. So here's the thing. Just less shaky cam. Because that's the other thing that gets me, man. The found footage ones, it's like... Yeah. I... Get I, sick. I fucked up, by the way. Oh. I went to Comic-Con, I fucked up. Oh, you did? I had a friend of mine that I only see at Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hey, got this pass for the woods can't make it oh yeah i'm like hey i got stuff i gotta cover i'd love to go see it thank you for the offer but if you don't mind i'm gonna watch fox's the exorcist pilot (laughs) i can fucking watch anytime when it comes out it's a series i'm like thank you but no thanks i have the exorcist (laughs) i'm just fine because in my mind i'm like the woods uh it's gonna be it's whatever it's gonna be oh it's before it's gonna be okay and then as i'm in the exorcist screening (laughs) watching it thinking like oh this is pretty good somebody texts me and was like dude the blair witch movie and i'm like what are you talking about the woods is blair witch and i i've never wanted to like in a (laughs) throw something watching a pilot in a room full of people i just wanted to stand up and yell fuck (laughs) and i didn't do it. it and then they then i started like immediately on twitter right i'm like looking for everything and uh like fuck this pilot <laughs> i know well it was so far away right. the blair witch screen was like so far yeah, away yeah. another reason why i was like eh, i don't want to go i got right. stuff i got stick but they brought people in with big banners right the woods vinyl banners hanging up everywhere posters everywhere the woods then they announced it at the beginning of the movie like haha just right, kidding yeah, yeah dick is blown off everyone's blown dick off just dick. falls into the front of the theater <laughs> like hitting simon barrett in the face and eduardo sanchez just dicks in their mouth because they've blown off and during the movie they also swapped out all the artwork and banners to blair witch so when people walked out it actually was like oh haha blair witch now it's the same posters but just with blair witch on them that's awesome so they really i mean pulled if the wool you... over on everybody would have been there i can't imagine what else would have been blown off balls i mean every nostrils you wouldn't even be here right now <laughs> nostrils like comically cartoon oh, blown. you blew it i fucking blew it now i gotta wait until september well 16th. now everyone wants to know how was the exorcist pilot it was fine <laughs> you know 
Like, have, um, you, have, you you seen, have you seen The Exorcist? Yeah, I have. It's not as scary as that. Oh, okay. It's on Fox. Cool. That's I know. It. It's like, oh, it's a Fox But I, show. But I'll give it some credit. It's on Fox. So, you know, Fox has some kind of edgy things every now and then. Right. For a major network that you're not going to see on ABC. And then they usually get canceled. Or like CBS. Six months you're right. Later. But yeah, I'm watching. Like the edgiest thing on Fox right now is like Family Guy. <laughs> Which did get canceled at one point. And then it did, back. but then brought back. Yeah. Simpsons is kind of edgy for a cartoon at times. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah. It's just like the cartoon. It, like the edgiest things on Fox are all the cartoons that are on it. Yeah, because all the edgy stuff for the Fox properties lives on FX. Right. And FXXX. So why don't they X, just put, X, X. why don't they just put the exorcist on FXX? Because they got to have something good on Ugh. Fox. Do they though? I mean, I feel like anytime. I feel like they do. It's like the exorcist show and I'm like, cool. And they're like, it's on Fox. I'm like, eh. Well, yeah. I mean, it's going to be okay. <laughs> okay. You know, it's going to be right. like, I think I gave the pilot like a three and a half because it felt really gritty. Yeah. And true to the kind of like tone of what an exorcist film might seem like in 2016 but not super cheesy how do you make it a series though well is it about the exorcist how do you it's i could throw that back you and be like well how do they make outcast a series well it's the same fucking thing he's an exorcist i mean that's my point right well that's (laughs) what i was saying is it about the exorcist and how so it's not just about it's about personality types linda blair's yeah she's not in this well (laughs) really she's not that's disappointing. She's the exorcist this time. <laughs> <laughs> She's a priestess. Um, um, yeah, but it's it's fine. Uh, Gina Davis is in it. Okay, she hasn't been in anything in like since like, like a years. league of your own. She's been like <laughs> she almost made the Olympics for archery one time. Did she? At Forty. Yeah. Wow, that's a random fact that I had no idea this about. Blew your dick off. I know my mine dick is, blew my dick off. Is in, actually, in your mine blew off. Attached yourself to you, and now you've blown my dick back off of yourself. Yeah, so many dick blowings. It's like Inception dick blows. <laughs> so, so yeah, I saw that. I wasn't going to jump into Comic-Con stuff too early, but... We're uh, there now. The Woods was good, <laughs> probably. Uh, I saw The Good Life, is which probably. is... Probably. You're so sad. You blew it. You blew I it hard am. on that one. I even know Eduardo a little bit now. Like, I keep in touch with him. I just wanted to like message him and be like, can you just give me a, I know you have the file. Yeah. Just, and he Remember probably doesn't. when I scheduled your it's, Q&A on a <laughs> World Series night and no one showed up? After, we also. You owe me, dude. He's a Baltimore, he lives in Maryland, <laughs> so he's a Baltimore Orioles fan. And we yeah. bet when the Royals played them that year that if the Royals won, he had to wear a Royals shirt when he came to town. Uh-huh. And I fucking blew that too. And I didn't get a Royals shirt for him to wear. And I also owe Kip Weeks money, the I'm guy just, from Strangers that wears the burlap mask. Mm-hmm. Owe him a hundred dollars because we made a bet on the Chiefs Patriots game last year. Do you pick Chiefs? I mean, yeah, and he's he lives in Maine or somewhere. Well, so I owe people I'm money. Just and silently t-shirts. shaking my head back here. I'm a Did failure. Did you piss anybody off while you were? Oh, there? okay, yeah, that's a good. That's what we need segue. to talk about. Um, you know, I wish I had the opportunity to. You were pretty busy. I doing an, a brilliant, brilliant thing. Yeah, which let's talk about. Should we how talk about it now? Or I mean, or do you want to talk about Kansas City Comic Con? Yeah, let's switch to that real quick. Well, so, okay, quick recap on San Diego Comic Con. I didn't really interview anyone this year because I was doing something else. We're going to talk about in a minute. Mm-hmm. But also, I didn't get a lot of opportunities that I like was extremely happy about, except for one. 
and I, I didn't get to go. The I didn't get to go to it. Yeah, I didn't get to go to this either. It was Brad Neely, who you guys might know from China, Illinois, or uh, Harg Nalan Scolio PPO, a new show yes. on Adult Swim that's kind of like in the vein of um, uh, Robot Chicken, yes. but instead of it's illustrated and it's kind of short skits in between that kind of thing. I've since reached out to him to try and do a panel with him next year. Mm-hmm. Which it won't happen, but I thought it was a good idea. Yeah, twenty-four hour panel with Brad Neely, and we crowdsource an episode of Hargnall and Scully PPO. Yeah, we just throw out little segments because that's how the show's built. That'd be cool. Probably won't happen, but Brad or if anyone if anyone is a fan of Brad Neely, China, Illinois, tweet at him and at tweet him. tweet at him and say, "Hey, you should do a panel with Boone vigorously, vigorously rub For the tweet rough. at him." <laughs> Until his dick blows off. You went to Ash versus Evil Dead, though, right? Nope. Okay. You want to know why? I haven't got through the the exercise. The exercise pilot. (laughs) Two reasons why. (laughs) Okay. I went to the panel, which was fantastic. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Um, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. I went went to the the panel. Panel Panel is my favorite one. Bruce Campbell was very entertaining. The whole cast was very entertaining. Um, And afterwards, Sam Raimi was actually in the hallway because everyone had to leave. And he was out with fans. He was taking photos. He was signing autographs. It wasn't until his PR guy was like, guys, we have to leave now that yeah. he left. Otherwise, he would have been there the whole time. But the the screening for the season two, episode one, was not going to be until like two hours after that at 10 o'clock. At oh, night. yeah, that's right. And I had not eaten all day. You and it was eight o'clock. You allotted um, Slim Jims and I Subway ate, Sandwich. This is no joke, guys. I ate 27 Slim Jims. That's so bad for you. And then I ate four straight nights for dinner i had subway sandwiches from a 24-hour <laughs> so sub shop that was just like cranking shit out it was hot in there some guy was on like cocaine that was asking what kind oh, of bread yeah, you wanted man. he was he dancing was, around loved his job fucking guy was I, and i saw him every day and i'm like here we go i gotta deal with this guy again <laughs> and so yeah i don't have the energy i've just eaten 15 slim jams <laughs> i don't have the energy for this i have so much sodium inside me right now so yeah. much mechanically separated chicken yeah that I can't do. So with gross. Now. now give me bacon. And then you got sick. I got con crud. I was sick for like a week. I came back and was just like dying. I so. felt like. And I had all the shit to do and catch up on. And so yeah, another reason why we didn't do. Podcasts. Overall, super successful. Can't wait to go back. <laughs> can't wait to go back. Um. So then yeah, we the did city. Kansas City Comic Con just this past weekend. Yep. And I keep I keep feeling like I sound very muffled. So if anyone's listening to this and I am muffled, now you've I've acknowledged it. So <laughs> we don't give a shit. So next week, maybe <laughs> we might be. fix it. Yeah, I, don't know. I might fix am it. Am I muffled? Ah, uh, no, you don't Sweet. sound muffled. Let me try something. Oh, is this any better? Is this any better? Is this any better? <laughs> oh man, technical yeah, difficulties. Oh, okay, I'm not editing that out. I know you won't. <laughs> it's totally fine. We've had five slim gyms today. Uh, I'm not, I don't have the energy to do that. Feeling good. You're like cracked out like the subway guy right now. <laughs> Um. Yeah, Kansas City Comic Con. We did that for three days. You did that for three days. You I did, did it for two. two. It's the second year. I've never been before. It was my first year there. It was pretty nice, actually. Yeah. It wasn't very. It's not like huge, um, but they still have a lot of great vendors there. Um, it's still building celebrity guests. Still building yeah. that up, but mm-hmm. understandable. It's the second year. Billy still had Williams good ones. was there. Um, they had not some... drunk apparently because he shows up to cons <laughs> drunk. I don't know. I was told that Colt forty five in him. Uh, <laughs> the Shockmaster was there. 
from some of yeah. you wrestling fans that may remember Shockmaster. I don't. Cut a promo yeah. back in the 80s, I believe, uh-huh. and he wore a bedazzled Stormtrooper helmet as part of his mask. Oh, cool. Which is weird, but he yep. busted through a wall with it and like just immediately man? fell down. When? During the the shoot during the in the the 80s during the Oh, I thought you meant like No, this no, weekend. no. During like, the weird. promo he cut, he he literally tripped, fell down, and the other wrestlers like were laughing at him legitimately. And so it became this wrestling lore. <laughs> he was also Typhoon with Earthquake and Typhoon. Oh. Um, but they made this Shockmaster action figure, Mattel did, and he's upside down in it and turned backwards. And on the backside of it, it's a brick wall exposing just him on the backside. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> it was a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive, and I desperately wanted to buy it, but I I didn't. Cause yeah. You got to pick and choose. Because I was an exorcist. I got tired <laughs> exorcist of that Exorcist pilot. <laughs> it was a seven-hour pilot, guys. I, I watched the, the whole... Exorcist pilot ruined your life. The Exorcist pilot is the season. They didn't Ruin- tell you that going in. Yeah. Ruined your life. So, um, yeah. But, so, but it, it was a good time. We got to see a lot of people, talk to a lot of people, learn a lot about stuff. I mean, yeah. Jaws 3D. We did all those things. Um, Jaws 3D, big hit. Those it's on trading Blu-ray. cards. It's on Blu-ray now. Blu-ray. We did learn that. The only way to watch yeah. Jaws 3D, which ironically I have seen um, with our buddy Ryan. Yeah. Um, but no, overall, it was really good. I met a lot of cool people that I, I hadn't had the chance to meet because it's a different atmosphere than like horror conventions that we do with Rotten Rentals. And uh, you don't see a lot of illustrators from out of town. Like I made a lot of new friends and when they noticed oh god you guys do rotten rentals like the stranger things pack Mm -hmm. that's all people could get their hands like everything everything everybody that came over heard it from a friend like word of mouth wanted to do stranger stranger things vhs pack so yeah we kept selling out so did you take any more on sunday because i wasn't there i restocked four times on sunday or just all together i took i restocked twice on sunday I brought them in in the morning. I brought 10 or 15 more. They sold out. I went to lunch. I brought in five or six more and they sold out. Yeah, it's awesome. And But I met a really cool guy, Enzo, from yeah, so Florida. Yeah, behind us. Yeah. And he had this great character that kind of reminded me of Space Ghost. Yeah. Called Gut Ghost. Really? And it looks like Space Ghost. It's kind of a long sheet mm-hmm. ghost, but he's got elongated arms. A little like Brad Neely's artwork, actually, yeah. in China, Illinois. And it's, it's a short like four or five panel comic called gut ghost and the ghost is like gurgle 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 in his stomach and then he lifts his sheet up and his intestines and guts just hang out because he's a gut, gut right, ghost. Yeah, yeah. and they wrap around they like reach out and grab people and he like <laughs> devours people and pulls them in nice. and he's like happy after that so i bought a comic from him and i bought a little uh yeah i talked to him for a while pen. He's really on nice. Friday, Friday, yeah, he was a really cool guy. He bought a Stranger Things too. Yeah. Um. So the Stranger Things, uh, Rotten Rentals were a huge hit, and so we have to go back oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to the really brilliant thing that you did at sure. San Diego. All so right. please, we're gonna toot your horn a little bit here because uh, it was pretty brilliant. You came up with it. We, we were talking, we were messaging back and forth, and. I almost didn't sudden, do it. I know when I was like, "Don't be a pussy," you know. I was like, <laughs> I think "You'll you be fine. <laughs> You'll be fine. Just do it. You'll it's be fine." Dot dot dot. Yeah. Don't be a so pussy. anyway, tell everyone what you did. So I watched the show. I stayed home. I was working from home one day because I didn't have a lot to do. So it's kind of one of those things you put on the background. So before I knew it, I was through all eight episodes. Uh, it was yeah. basically the work day. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, "Wow, this is great. I really love it." And then I'm, I'm in my mind. I'm like, "What can we do for Boom Howdy and Rotten Reynolds at?" 
San Diego Comic Con. I went for six years now. Never really done any brand right like, promotion there for the site. Like now's the year we should do it. I'm like, what a great tie-in. We'll make a Stranger Things VHS pack, like Rotten Rentals, for those of you that don't know what those are. They're VHS cases from the 80s, and we, we put cover art inside. Some of it we create. Some of it we like, recreate. And we fill it with trading cards and buttons and stickers and movie promos and all kinds of things from the 80s and 90s and whatever. So on Tuesday, or actually Monday night, I came up with the idea to make these VHS packs... And I was going to do a scavenger hunt at San yes. Diego Comic-Con. Um, and I'm like, okay, how do I do this, though, logistically? It's probably just going to be me. <laughs> right. We're super busy when we're there trying to cover stuff. So came up with the idea to hide these around San Diego and watch the series again on Tuesday to try and come up with ideas for tweets that we were going to send out on Boom Howdy and Rotten Riddle's Twitter account that would let people know or give them an idea of where these VHS cases were planted. Right. So another thing is, well, how do you get the word out? Because, you know, you can tweet about it all you want, but that doesn't mean people are going to see your tweets, even if you hashtag or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I make these missing posters for Will Byers and I hang those up everywhere. And it says like last scene at the Wheeler house playing Dungeons and Dragons and it's Will Byers. He's five, eight, whatever. Uh, and just says missing real big Will Byers. And then I put a little line after it that said, help us find Will in our scavenger hunt. You can follow along on Boom Howdy and Rotten Rentals Twitter uh, to get updates and clues about how to join the hunt. And then I had hashtag strange hunt as the uh, the hashtag for the, the hunt. So if people didn't want to follow us directly, they could at least follow the hashtag right. and see clues. So I would randomly pick times um to send out clues that related to the movie so one instance there was an ash versus evil dead booth it was outside an out outdoor booth by petco park and it was ash's cabin well in the movie uh lonnie who is will's dad right sees his older brother's evil dead poster in his room during an argument he's like and take that down that's inappropriate Mm -hmm. so one of the first clues was take that poster down it's inappropriate and i took a poster of the missing poster because it's a poster right and that was one of the first clues and then it progressed eventually to like uh the ashford's evil dead booth and the very last clue i would give was a photo of the location and i was like you know come over here i think i've seen will and the first person that could find the location and the vhs case had to tweet me back with a photo of it to let me know they found it right then i knew i could call off the hunt for that particular one and we did about right. 10 of these hunts uh over the course i think we did 10 yeah we did yeah. we did 10 over the course of uh wednesday no thursday through sunday and i would always do it around like 10 to 11 earlier in the day where there wasn't many panels going on and by the second or third hunt we had people like running to the location like several people now had gotten into it the day before on wednesday is preview night so i hung up all the 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 posters on preview night and a lot of people were catching wind of it because i put them up you know around the convention center right when you're getting off shuttles over the bridge you got to walk to get to the convention center so prime spots by thursday all the posters were taken down i think it was probably a combination of people wanting them as souvenirs and also the cops taking them down (laughs) right yeah But i did ask to be fair i asked cops and staff members around like hey are you cool with me hanging this up and i explained what it was and all of them were fine 
So I think it was more fans that were just taking missing posters thinking right. that Netflix had done it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so we're getting this buildup. We're getting people tweeting at us saying they're super excited about this and this is their priority. <laughs> right. And yeah. In this massive convention of 160,000 people with all these events going on, all of a sudden we grabbed attention of, you know, hands full, handful of people um, to make this a priority and, and something that they did every day and they'd follow along and whatnot and get notifications for it. So we had uh, David Hopper, who plays Chief Hopper, that we'll get into once we get talking about mm-hmm. Stranger Things, tweeting at us and he was like, I love this idea. We had Lonnie's dad. Um, oh, his name is slipping my mind right now. I don't mind too. Uh, I don't remember. But anyway, he tweeted at us in his character. <laughs> Yeah. And said, if you're in San Diego, please help find my son. Hashtag Lonnie really cares. Yeah. Uh, we had Will himself, Noah Schwepp, who saw David's tweet, uh, David Harbour's tweet, and was like, this is so cool. So we had actors from the show chiming in. Um, IndieWire found out about it pretty early on and then started seeing the the scavenger hunt unfold yeah and you sent that to me and it was like an award for best marketing goes to stranger things and i was like wait hold up do they know that that was you and not stranger things or netflix that was doing this so it was kind of interesting because the tweet that they sent out said the most ingenious marketing plan at comic-con 2016 goes to and then they tag stranger things on twitter right and so if you just look at that and people, you know how people don't read things. They just see a headline and then they comment or tweet it or whatever. Um, you would think it is Netflix. Right. But if you look at the actual article IndieWire wrote, I mean, they call us out. They're like, it says yeah. to follow Boom Hattie, follow Rotten Reynolds on Twitter, that follow this hashtag. Here's some photos. Here's us tweeting right, back. Right, yeah. So they did call it out. And for sure, they like totally gave us credit for it. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people still thought that weren't involved in the hunt. Right. That it yeah, totally yeah. was Netflix. Yeah. Which is ironic because people were like starving for something for Stranger Things. Like yeah. promos, a panel, and they just weren't there. Now, Netflix brought like um, Luke Cage, but it was paired with Marvel. So Netflix didn't do anything on their own, like a Sony right, or Warner yeah, Brothers. Yeah. So that was kind of interesting. Which but is kind of crazy they're not because they're really cranking out some amazing stuff. And for, for sure. them to not do anything was like... And this. It came out a week before. Right, yeah. Um, and I, I don't think they had any idea that... I, I mean, it's going to be such I don't, a huge. I don't think they did either because 15 to 20 networks passed on the show before yeah, Netflix picked it up. Yeah, you just told me that. It, it blows my mind. And I bet those fucking networks hate uh, themselves right now. I bet those networks feel, feel like they chose the Exorcist pilot over <laughs> the Woods premiere. I mean, they were wrong. I think they should have the balls to admit they were wrong because sometimes yeah, you have to. Yeah. So I can't I believe that there's that many. I, uh, so yeah, we, we did that. Um, we hit them at like super seven, a toy company that I really, really love yeah. out of San Francisco that does retro toys. Yeah. And we actually ended up sourcing, they did a He-Man VHS. They released the first He-Man, uh, cartoon episode in like years. Right. And they did it and we sourced the VHS cases for that. So I walked up to him and was like, Hey man, I'm, I'm with Boom Howdy Rot Reynolds. We did your case. And he's like, Oh, Cool. It's like, hey, we're doing Stranger Things hunt. Can I hide one here? And I'll tweet out something about aliens because you have this cool alien retro prototype that you made. Yeah. He's like, yeah, that'd be great. So, you know, we did that. Um, So it wasn't just outside. It was inside. I put one in the bay in a baggie with twine on it and you had to pull it in. And when you took it out of the baggie and opened it, it had all the cool stuff inside, but it also had cotton in it. 
Oh yeah. So yeah. just like Will. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, so yeah, I did some stuff like that, but overall it was like it was amazing. I think we got some really good publicity out of it. I've tried to hit Netflix up and make them acknowledge us, and they have not. Right. <laughs> I yeah. want to try and do something with them on season two, and maybe actually work with them. But so far, I'm sure they're just inundated with stuff. The response that they've got out of this. Um, but I think we are going to work with Super Seven. I'm maybe going to work with a couple other companies I'm talking to right now. So it was it was amazing, and it was one of the highlights um, of Comic Con for me to just be able to act with you know interact with fans and and show them something that a lot of people don't know about which is rod rentals so yeah it's pretty awesome that was it uh it's pretty brilliant my friend you did a good job on a just a whim it was pretty good yeah <laughs> pretty good results um so we've talked about stranger things a bunch here we haven't even said what it's about so hopefully you know what it's about or you watched it and you can just kind of like follow along with us here as we start talking about it but uh a quick rundown if you don't know it's it's an 80s film um that it's a new film. That's yeah, set in it's the 80s. new, set in the eighties, set in Indiana, in uh, nineteen eighty three, and it kind of combines all these eighties references into one movie in one nice bow, and so nostalgic and really fun to watch. Did we say film? It was a film. It's a series. Oh, I always say film. I know. It's Every a time series, I talk about though. this, because I look at that VHS. And yeah, I'm like, that's not it's a series. A series. It's an eight episode series that yeah. are about what forty five minutes long. Yeah. Uh, a boy goes missing, and that's kind of the whole setup for the film really they're trying to find this boy and the mysterious events that seem to keep happening in this town with the government as well yeah um so i just i don't really want to necessarily give a full recap review like we normally do because i think there's so much now that's come out about this that we can talk about that's not just series related right. but i do want to talk about maybe like are there some favorite scenes favorite episodes or just even favorite characters if we want to get a little more vague about it um that really stick out to you or stick out in your mind well i will say that like for me um i so when i saw the trailer for this i was like yes i cannot wait for this to come out yeah. and then i i will say that winona writer i was like eh, i don't really know how i feel but then i loved her i loved her in stranger things um I loved the girl who plays Eleven. Millie Brown. And um, the guy that plays the sheriff. David Harbour. Yeah. Yes. So David Harbour also was in uh, Black Mass with yes. Johnny Depp. Yes. So, um, I mean, all the kids are great. I mean, yeah. I think the casting is fantastic. But I think what David Harbour said. Yeah, David Harbour. Um, for me, I kind of felt like <coughs> his character at the beginning, I felt like he was going to be that like asshole sheriff that just like pushes everything off and yeah, whatever. I mean, that's exactly what he is early on. Yeah. And so, yeah. and I was like, oh, here we go again. But then, yeah, he ends up not being that and he's great. And, um, yeah, it's just fantastic. And like I said, why not a writer? I know a lot of people were kind of like, yeah, but I thought she was great in it. Um, and, and like I just said, the, all the kids. Yeah, all the kids were great, which had the kind of Goonies vibe to it. You got Chunk. The younger kids, Chunk yeah. reminds you of Dustin that's played by Gaten. Uh, Matarozo, Matarazzo, um, yeah. who's missing his front teeth, kind of has a lisp yeah. about him. 
and is the level-headed one out right. of all of them. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting because Chunk isn't and right. Grace, and it's kind of the exact um, opposite. The girl, uh, Nancy Wheeler, Natalie, Natalia Dyer. Yes. Um, I didn't like her at first either, but then I did. Uh, yeah. But let's be honest. The shining forgotten star in this is Barb. <laughs> yes. Unfortunately, Never forget. Barb. <laughs> I loved Barb. I loved Barb too, but she's not wow. in it very long. She's very uh, yeah. kind of Napoleon Dynamite ish. Yes. A little bit, but not even as awkward. Um, and what about Nancy's boyfriend's hair? Can we talk about that? Because I mean, we can talk about it all day. Oh. It's beautiful. Oh, my God. It's a beautiful quaffed. <laughs> oh, so it's so insane. It's so insane. But it should be, they should have showed things at the end that were like, and five years later, this person went on to do this, and it was like, Five years later, Steve went on to have his own barbershop called the Quaff, and still have the same hairstyle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's hard not to talk about it without like giving stuff away. But I thought it was, uh, pretty. I don't know. Like, it's pretty intense. It's kind of scary at times. It's pretty intense. It's like really great. The soundtrack's fantastic. The way that it's shot's fantastic. The sci-fi elements of it are amazing. Um. Yeah, I was. Oh, I, I wanted to bring up one of my other favorite characters, which is the science teacher. Oh yeah, Randall P. Havens, who plays Mister Clark, who's about to get busy. He's Netflixing and chilling back in 1983. Yep, and he gets a phone call about how to build a uh, deprivation, uh, deprivation tank, which tank. I've been in one before. Really? Yeah. How was that? It's pretty amazing. Yeah. There's one in Kansas City. It's actually kind of near my much house. Is that? It's called Float Casey. It's like 80 bucks to float for an hour. And it's weightless. You Wait. Go... Wait a minute. What? I can't swim. Will but I float in this? You will float. Fuck. If you can if you can I like I don't even want to get started on the <laughs> fact that you can't swim. It drives me fucking crazy. Um but yeah, so they put you in like 2 feet of water I in this Lucas tank. I bet Lucas can't either. I bet Lucas can swim. True. He's, a, he's got that badass bandana on. Yeah. He can do anything. Um, but yeah, they put you in two. It's two feet of water with a bunch of Epsom salt. Okay. And you Story just lay out. there. Yeah. So it was right. And then you just lay there and it's like in the, uh, you're in complete darkness. You don't have any clothes on. So there's nothing really touching you. And yeah, you just sit there and your mind just, uh, freaks out on you it's pretty in, insane i it's the only it's the one and only time i've been able to let my mind um relax now i haven't been in that but i have been in a deprecation tank you made that up i can see the look on your face it's not even a thing but they can't that's the thing is they can't <laughs> and you ruin the illusion because <laughs> um, i'm pretty sure that the uh you know that the woods isn't real yeah right it's found footage right and you just kind of pulled the curtain back on found footage i said right. i was in a deprecation tank yeah but that, i don't even think that's a it's just a pool full of shit <laughs> right are you watching the olympics right it's one of those yes yes <laughs> um i'm sorry i shouldn't have yelled at you it's okay I'm, i've been in the upside down for a long here. time that's why i'm, I'm sitting get, back here in the corner away from you like the blair witch <laughs> I'm trying to get reacclimated <laughs> to society. I've been mean, the goddamn upside it's down. It's not my for two fault weeks. you chose the exorcist. I can't I can never fix that for you. I can't undo that. So anyway, back to my deprivation tank. 
it's pretty insane. It does things, it makes your mind do things that drugs normally would do. What if you took ayahuasca root, then got in a deprivation tank? Would you? Would your dick probably, blow off? <laughs> dick would blow off, and then it would dance in front of you. Puke all over in the uh, tank, and then you would probably see some stuff. I don't know. Did you see anything during it? I saw. I saw. So I know it sounds insane, but while I was laying there, and it's completely dark, there was a point where I. Kind of, you know, when you're like almost fall asleep and you like shake yourself sure. awake every night. <laughs> that happened, but my eyes were open. But it's pitch black too. Right, but my eye, but it wasn't like I mean, you can feel when you open your eyes, right? Sure. So, but my eyes were open, so I, I had like shook myself out of whatever state I was in. My eyes were open. It wasn't like I was asleep, but I was also seeing like tears of light in the in the in the darkness. That's weird. Yeah. So it's I crazy. mean, in a sense, and I feel like I was looking at the universe on t- from on top of the universe. Not like I was like floating in it, but I was actually looking. You were God into a ball that was the universe. <laughs> <laughs> I like that when you were describing how far away you were, you also both the mic away. I know. <laughs> well, I was trying to make a bowl. So I think yeah. it added a nice effect. Though. It was like a um, like I was I was looking at it at a crystal ball of a universe but i was like on like looking down on it that's also interesting because i mean when they show millie brown's character 11 going under she then goes into a black space right where she's seeing things yeah hallucinating maybe i think it's really great for people to do and they say that you're supposed to do it like once a month or and and the more you do it the deeper like meditative conscious that you yeah like you can get into I in million I I am one of those non-believers. I was like, there's absolutely no way this is gonna work on me. And um an hour later I was like, Whoa. I was to the point where I didn't want to even want to talk about it, but my friend <laughs> that I went with was like, So I saw some weird stuff. And he started like saying things and I was like, Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I've been studying a lot of quantum physics lately. Have you? I feel like now would be the time to get into that tank. <laughs> Yes. Like really fuck with my mind a little you bit. You should. And Donald Trump's going on. So right. Get away from that. Right. You should do it. It's called Float KC for anybody listening. Float okay. KC. It's in Waldo in the Kansas City neighborhood of Waldo. And if you're in LA, yeah, fuck you guys. Because we <laughs> right. don't you know. Probably have you probably have like of them 10 out of them. there. So whatever. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> so anyway, the, oh, yeah, the, deprivation, <laughs> the, the deprivation tank of Stranger Things checks out when he was like, just dump a bunch of Epsom salt in there and you'll be fine. In just a pool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, some things I want to talk about real quick are the 80s references um, that are in the movie. I'm just going to go through them like real quick. Do it. Burn through them. We're going to burn through them. So we made a list on Boom Howdy. If you go to BoomHowdy.com and search Str- Stranger Things, you're going to see a lot of stuff on there that mm-hmm. we put up. This being one of them. So we put 15 or so. Um, things that we we thought were like cool from the 80s the title art that was done yes. is very reminiscent of Richard Greenberg who did a lot of graphic design work um, that included Alien uh, The Dead Zone Altered State uh, which coincidentally Altered States uh, we got a call back for it when Eleven's in the deprivation t- or in the yeah in the yeah. deprivation tank where she's trying to 
um, kind of draw upon her powers. And these these tanks by that, the government. Right. The government's doing this. To and this herself. tank that she's in, I guess, is just to give her that weightless feel because really it wouldn't be. Yeah, it's not even close. It's to the not same. like a sensory deprivation of no. anything. I mean, she's in a underwater space suit. I mean, the one they build for her is actually more of a tank than yeah, the, pool, <laughs> the space right, suit. Yeah, that yeah. Reminds us of altered states. Right. Oh God, there's his. Is that there's his hair? <laughs> we see, we see a photo of Steve so right now. So bad. Uh, another one is Nightmare on Elm Street, which there's an obvious callback in a couple ways. One, when we see the alien pushing through the wall, yeah, or the demogor- demogorgon pushing through the wall. It reminds us of uh, Freddy pushing against the wall over Nancy's head in bed. Right. Also, Nancy, the lead character, right, <laughs> is at one point uh, having trouble sleeping because of what she saw in the Upside Down, which presumably is kind of a nightmarish world. Right. Um, so you kind of got the character named Nancy. She's having trouble sleeping from. She's having nightmares, and we've got the pushing through the wall. So I thought that was all really cool subtle right, type, yeah, yeah. type of things for nightmare on Home street of course firestarter and carrie which is right. the uh telekinesis powers that 11 has pushing things around uh with her mind so that's a very obvious call out um we have akira which is something that i wouldn't have thought about because i've never really no i don't know either. shit about akira no guys is it anime it sure is look at that guy yeah on that motorcycle it's about motorcycle gain uh, cyberpunk, but it's more a reflection of the bicycle riding, the preteens, uh, the psychic powers all kind of coming together, uh, which we obviously see with the, the group. Then we see The Shining. Yep. It's uh, perfect. When Joyce Byers is sitting on the couch with her axe and she's chopping through the wall and then she looks through with her face and into the outside instead of yeah. the upside down, which she thought she was going to. Uh, we have The Mist. Which you kind of see when they're coming in and out of the out, the upside down with kind of that slimy film that they're trying to push through. God, I love the mist <laughs> so much. But this, yeah. Uh, what else do we have here? The Empire Strikes Back. This is more just a call out with the uh, Jedi mind tricks. <laughs> yeah, because they talk <laughs> about that. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, they call out Star Wars with action figures and that kind of thing throughout, which... I loved this. This is Yoda. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was cool. He's trying to explain characters to 11. Uh, Night of the Creeps. But a little bit of that with uh, David Harbour's character uh, battling some of the monsters and chief police chief Dennis, Ho- Dennis Hopper. Oof, <laughs> that'd be a different movie, guys. Uh, but police chief Ho- Hooper, not Hopper. Um, no, it's Hopper. Why did I, did I just say Hooper? Yeah. Guys, I'm telling you. <laughs> Can't read or swim. The Upside do Down <laughs> has changed me forever. <laughs> Probably for the better. I can actually say things better now than before. Uh, but yeah, we have a Night of the Creeps kind of reference with the Tom Acton, Atkins uh, detective type. Yeah. Um, callback. A little more hard edge, but uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. And we actually have Dennis Hopper. Yeah. <laughs> that's where i'm drawing that from uh, but it's it's also a little bit like chief hooper hopper god both chief hoppers uh, but they both kind of take their law into their own hands right uh, yeah and break away from the government essentially and go a rogue i mean in a much different way in the breakfast club aka texas chainsaw massacre too right uh, <clears throat> dan o'bannon so there's actually one of the uh 
officers. The highway patrolman is named O'Bannon, and that's a tribute to alien screenwriter Dan O'Bannon. So that was another interesting nod, kind of like Nancy, uh, the Nancy character. Of course, we have aliens. Right. We've got alien eggs that we see, and the Demogorgon in general just being an alien kind of callback. Right. We do have the eggs and the hatching that's inside the Upside Down, so the xenomorph eggs. Of course, Goonies, just the general... Yeah. Um friendship that we see between the the young guys and riding around on bikes um close encounters of the third kind et um so there's a callback especially to et when we see 11 dressing her up to kind of disguise her to the school giving her this wig this pink dress all like et had right which i immediately smiled when they started doing that they should take out the et ride at uh Universal oh, and do an eleven ride and do an eleven ride instead. Well, I mean Stranger Things, right? <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> I want eleven to say my say my name afterwards instead of E. T. Kel Kelly? That's <laughs> all it would that's all it would be. Uh, and then kind of John Carpenter esque um approach to the score. Yeah. Kind of synth uh score, which is a perfect lead-in to something else I want to talk about that I think you just found out today. I did just find this out. I'm I'm really bad about just reading headlines and moving on with my life because <laughs> normally it's, That's what it has to do does. about Trump and it's super depressing. Sure. Uh, but yeah, so the soundtrack being, or the opening sequence. Yeah, the, the theme. The theme song is it's a lot great, like, right? Yeah, but Fantastic. it's a lot like Tron, I guess. Turns out Tron Legacy... That came out, what, 10 years ago at this point, probably? I'd have to go back and Daft look. Punk did Tron. The whole soundtrack for right. it. So it's very synth-like. Right. Um, I want to really quickly play you guys the Stranger Things opening theme, and then I will play a song from Tron Legacy soundtrack, and you guys tell me... And you guys are going to say it's exactly the same. If it was, yeah, if it was heavily influenced or completely ripped off. And we're going to start with the Stranger... Is this where Things. you play the same song twice just to blow? <laughs> yeah, just to kill some time. <laughs> they see they sound exactly the same. <laughs> it's Vanilla Ice and Queen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to start out with the Stranger Things soundtrack. So let's listen to that. I know you guys know what it sounds like, and we'll keep it under 30 seconds so we don't have to pay for it. Sweet. Right, and now here is the Tron Legacy soundtrack. So there it is. Tron Legacy, Stranger Things. Dick's blown. So yeah, so when you were playing it for me earlier, yeah, so the Tron is a little bit, it's slower. Yeah, it's a little more methodical. But it's like, It's the same thing. (laughs) 
Yeah. It's definitely Queen and Vanilla Ice. So is there like, are they getting in trouble for this? Like, what's the no? I don't. I don't think so. Are people just like? Are they just doing another shout out? Like, hey, it's a homage to. Sure. Yeah. Are they trying to do that? (laughs) You know, I haven't. I haven't seen anything. And this again, Netflix isn't really coming out official with anything because they think they're inundated with fan art and ideas and God knows what else from people like me. Um, But no one's really come out with an official press release on it or anything uh my friend justin actually made me aware of this and then put it on reddit so i'm sure it's got a lot of play on reddit but other than just people's people listening to it and be like oh my god that does sound the same or you know give them a break it's just a coincidence no one's really said anything about it but what else and but what about and i don't know if we can talk about this or not but what about the guy that created the movie poster and the rights and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's kind of fucked up, too. So, yeah, the artist that did the poster, the official poster art, not the teaser, but the collage of, of kids and actors in the movie, um, Kyle Lambert, he did the poster art for it and didn't, I'm assuming, didn't get a dual license for it. Yes, which, God, as an artist, <laughs> man, that is like the one thing they tell you. If you're going to do something, d- make sure the rights are in the contract and i do feel like it's you know to his defense it's probably a little bit of not knowing this thing's gonna blow up like it did but well, you yeah still i'm should. sure i mean you trust me should. i know it's like when you start out you know and you're like this starving artist you're like you're gonna pay me 500 dollars, sweet uh, and sure then you're like oh that, I, yeah. well yeah and then, and then <laughs> i hope but whatever and then it is and then you're like well fuck i could yeah, have made yeah. lots more on that so just for future reference, I would always say try to get a dual licensing right, agreement yeah. with whoever you work with. Um, but yeah, he can't get it back because, you know, here we did this. We did this uh, VHS faux VHS case that we're giving away at Comic-Con, you know, as soon as it came out. And he reached out to me because he saw the scavenger hunt happening and was like, hey, this is really cool. And and tweeted about it. And, you know, I said, Hey man, do you, you know, do you want one? I'll send you one. So I sent him, sent him one and he tweeted out about that. But yeah, he, he hasn't been able to get it licensed so he can sell prints of it. And again, I think it's just Netflix being overwhelmed with this thing that they had right. no idea. I would hope, I would I'm hope sure eventually they they'll get just back to like, him, shaft him completely. Yeah. I mean, they did pay him for it, but it would just be nice to, and I hope it was more than $500. Oh, I was yeah. just uh, sure throwing was. out a number there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, since then, you know, I, I've been trying to reach out to them as well to try and get ours licensed or do something for season two and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's pretty interesting. I mean, uh, so so we played the clips. We talked about the references. Now, since we kind of worked our way back into the poster art con- comment, let's talk about some of the really cool fan artwork that has come out of Stranger Things and continues to. Like, on a daily basis, almost, I start seeing new things. Yeah. Uh, there was a really cool, cool mural of Barb. Oh, I don't know where this was at. from the other side. That's so funny. Yeah, that was my title for the... <laughs> we did a list of, like, our favorite Stranger Things artwork, and the list for Barb was Hello from the Other Side was the title. Um, but it's this really cool airbrushed artwork on just the side of a wall somewhere. It says, In Loving Memory of Barb, See You on the Other Side. And then there's a little thing at the bottom that says, no tags, please. Respect the missing. <laughs> People yeah. have left flowers at this makeshift memorial. So I think that's pretty amazing. Um, there's also a different take on the poster from Sunny5. That's the company or fan art that did it. And they did a really cool animated GIF of how they built it. Taking photos from the yeah. um, 
that's awesome. show and then just putting them in there and showing you a kind of a shortcut of here's the reference photo we used. Here's what we did to it and collaged it all together and then aged it like we do with some of our uh, VHS cases. And it was it was really cool. So I put that in there um, as the alternative poster. Of course, we did a Rotten Reynolds pack. I'm not going to bring that up again. Just did. Right. Uh, then there's actually another gentleman uh, that goes by Steelberg who did a rag tag yeah vhs pack so uh-huh. it's a lot more aged and it's a take on the same poster that uh kyle lambert did mm-hmm. um we also had a really cool fake player's manual the upside down read the book first yeah fantasy role-playing game so playing off a little bit of uh Ooh, someone needs to do like a choose your own adventure yeah with stranger things yeah and then eventually you get we weave in and out of the upside down yeah maybe. that'd be really cool yeah um no one steal that from me <laughs> it's too late somebody is already working on it uh there's some upside down posters so the top half of the poster is in the real world the bottom half is the upside down and a reflection of yeah. the real world which is awesome um what if disney did stranger thing character so people had drawn 11 as a disney character nice which is interesting um you know the movie anomalisa mm-hmm. and the illustration kind of depressing as shit yeah so someone kind of did artwork like that oh yeah with all the characters and again i know this is a great podcast segment all these visuals (laughs) but we're explaining (laughs) them to you and that should be enough uh but you can go on boom howdy and look up top 10 stranger things inspired artwork and see all these things but we we can still talk about it this one's really cool too D &D tabletop a 3d D D tabletop rendering of the kids um, trying to fight the Demogorgon and it's got the dice sitting there. And then last but not least, one of my favorite things was an eight bit arcade game, um, that some fans did that actually might be getting made. Really? That's cool. Yeah, as a little, I don't know how playable it'll be, but yeah, it's pretty cool. The one thing I had an idea for was a VR game where you go around trying to find will or clues or you're collecting certain things, and then at any given point, you might slip into the upside down. Yeah. Or you have to find a portal to go into the upside down to accomplish a goal, kind of right. like Pokemon Go, but flipping it. Yeah. Uh, a little bit. So then you're actually fighting people like you would Pokemon, <laughs> but with right. different weapons, and you'd be fighting Demogorgon, that kind of thing. I would get in on that. Yeah. I would definitely get in on that. So did you ever... I don't know nothing about... D D dungeons and dragons except for there's cards and points yeah. and um i don't know a whole lot like a lot of things from my childhood including weird al and most indiana jones star wars movies my uncles played a big influence on what i watched what i did mm-hmm. growing up when it came to that kind of stuff right my uncle marty used to play D D. okay and i remember it i was pretty little and he was probably in like high school college age i was probably in like elementary school at the time mm-hmm. And I remember having them, they were playing and they had the little figures and they'd paint them and they had their dice and some, some sort of playing board. It wasn't fancy, obviously. And I remember being like, man, I want to play this. Like, this is cool. Like as an only child, right? (laughs) anything board game type related, I was all about back then. And so I remember taking a piece of cardboard and like drawing out my board game which is kind of funny because i probably do that same shit now right <laughs> like i made a you board did, game for yeah. panic fest i did the same goddamn yeah. thing yeah um but yeah like drawing it out and i had these little plastic D characters they had bought for me that were cheaper 
And I like painting them. They were shitty. It was like one mm-hmm. color, just whatever yeah. I could find. And making up campaigns. And I remember trying to play with my uncle and his now wife. And they got to some point, I'm like, do you want to check the cauldron? And they're like, yeah, we'll check the cauldron. I'm like, ah! <laughs> some monster has come back to life that you had just killed. And so when I watched them, I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what's happening right now. <laughs> like, I vividly remember that specific thing that my uncle would have no idea about. That probably didn't I even... want to know younger Tim making his own D&D games. Uh, younger Tim had ideas for, like, Mortal Kombat games. Like, I drew them out very You vividly. have ideas for days about And that's stuff. still happening. Blows my mind. Everything right I've now. done back then, I can probably trace to my adult yeah. life right I, now. I would. Like, it's almost that. a parallel, and I didn't realize it until we just had this. Yeah. That's incredible. Dick blown. <laughs> Again. Guys, I have 12 dicks. I'm down to one. <laughs> <laughs> after this year this year has blown my dick away um so yeah i don't that's my experience with D. I don't know much else i, I do know in the crossroads pints and pawns is opening up it's a tabletop rpg um slash cafe that's opening up in the crossroads in downtown kansas city wow so perfect timing i don't know if i'll ever go in there i mean i will be there on the reg <laughs> I probably won't. With your own, uh, game it's so that you've expensive. Made up. Though. Like, it's so hey guys, yeah, just hey. made my own, uh, made my own game here. Phantom Fighters. <laughs> it's about kids trying don't to don't open the candy. cauldron or whatever. The Ironically, <laughs> I do have a space on Phantom Fighters. It's a game I made for Panic Fest. That it's called it's Boo, and it's two spaces. I played you, one of the games that was at Panic Fest. Well, I mean, it had to be that. Was it? It looked like Candyland. Ah, uh, yeah, a little bit, I guess. Okay. I mean, I mean, you know, not as like. I mean, fuck off, but right. <laughs> no, it's pink to to be. To be <laughs> I mean, fuck to off. To be fair about it, no, it's, I mean there was like it a is pink and like yeah, it kind of like feels that way. Like, no, I mean it didn't look like. I'm just saying like <laughs> you had to move spaces and then you. Well, to be fair, you are collecting monsters while you're trying yeah, to so while you're like. <laughs> trick-or-treating basically <laughs> and then you're right. like you're two kids kind of like the guys yes. in stranger things and you're trying to collect monsters and it does have a dnd aspect in terms of you got to roll the dice a certain number mm-hmm. to beat the monster and collect it yeah. and i actually have little figures that you grab and take away like muscle right. man type figures um but yeah i don't know what tangent we were i don't know trying to get away uh, there. so other than <laughs> then you brought that, up D and we i got a real big yeah because i know nothing about it but Sorry. yeah so i don't really want to we shouldn't really talk more about it because we're gonna give stuff away right or probably i mean that's kind of why i just wanted to touch on some high level cool things that came out of it and even if you haven't seen it we're not we're not spoiling too much we probably are i've seen it three times now so i can't de- i can't determine what's a spoiler right anymore. yeah yeah um and then it's just been so the whole concept ingrained. of the upside down is like pretty amazing and i think that because it's the parallel i mean it's it's yeah a parallel universe like right. paradox and uh yeah it's super interesting to me because it's something that we've seen in I also coherence like that they show the monster yeah yeah i love that i hate when you and not just really in the get last a good episode either no i mean it. it's like right off almost right off the bat really well not like no, in the first episode but like in the second at least by the halfway third. through you're getting a really good look at it by yeah the i mean that's a lot that's you know you have half a season left yeah um and that you've seen um so and it's a cool monster 
Right. You know, it's, it's it's awesome. It's like if Trimmers was a skinny basketball player. Yeah, that's the best. <laughs> if I could rewrite the synopsis. Yeah. Trimmers. I would put that in. Skinny it. basketball player. Put that. I should write that on a fake VHS cover. You should. <laughs> you should. Scared shitless watching this skinny basketball player basketball Trimmers player. hybrid. <laughs> so we, uh, we were busy with life. And sure. uh, going to cons and, you know, me tearing up my house and yeah. everything else. We didn't really get to our, our movie picks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, a month ago, yeah, we talked about we two saw, picks that we were going to do. Yeah. We didn't do those. Um, and then this but, came out. Right. So we decided to talk about this. But I, I feel like we finally got through the movie slump of the summer. Yeah. Me too. And... Uh, I just wanted to talk about a few things. Sure. So I'm a huge sci-fi fan. Okay. Super stoked about the movie Arrival coming out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Amy Adams. I think it's going to be great. And not... Excuse me. People love me tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Just turn that phone off. Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I'm really I'm really excited about that movie. You're excited about The Woods, aka Blair Witch. I am too. Yeah. Which um, one are you? Which? Okay, so you brought up Arrival, which you guys can check out the trailer on Boom Howdy. Yes. Um, sci-fi film with Amy Adams, kind of trying to communicate with alien beings, right? In a non-conventional way, almost like you, like Coco and the ape, is right. what it reminds yeah, me of. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and it's not so much like. Uh, like one of our writers on Boom, how do you said it's not like uh, America trying to, you know, it's like it's not Independence Day, <laughs> right? Which I tried to watch the new one, and we, I think we talked about this, but yikes, can't um, do it. Yeah. Uh, so I saw Don't Breathe last night. Oh yeah, yeah, Fetty Alvarez um, movie with Jane Levy. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Eric Haven saw it at South by. Mm-hmm. He has a review up for that if you're interested. But yep. yeah, you saw it. At the advanced screening because it comes out next week. It doesn't come out till or a couple weeks. It comes out in September. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So that was really great. I, you know, everyone should go see that. And then, <laughs> Morgan, what is the sci-fi film? What is the Morgan. setup for? Don't breathe. Don't like breathe. Like two sentences. Home invasion ish. Home invasion meets monsters. Sci-fi. It's not. On Don't Breathe? Yeah, no. don't want to spoil it. So. No, so the trailer, if you watch the trailer, sure. it's, it's three crazy. kids break into a home of a blind man because he has money. That's right, yeah. And things go terribly, terribly wrong. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty intense. Um, it's really, really quiet. So go to a theater like Alamo. <sighs> don't. Or... Watch it with where... Love Shack playing in the background <laughs> yeah. during a pivotal scene with Black Phillip. Right. Go on. Um, where no one will talk. Yeah. Um, going to go see Morgan next week. I'm pretty excited about that. Another sci-fi film. It's yeah. kind of like a more, it's like a darker, more fucked up ex machina. Yeah. Not really. I just keep saying that. Yeah, for you some do. Reason. You do. And I just keep um, agreeing with you. So <laughs> that's cool. But other than that, those aren't even on Netflix, so I just felt like uh, we should talk about it because, I mean, I'm just ready for good movies to come out again. Um, side note, even though we've moved on from Stranger Things, season two hasn't been announced, but Duffer Brothers, who also did Wayward Pines, 
that yeah. produce wayward pines at least i don't know how involved they were uh, they're talking about it it's not going to be like the american horror story model of stranger things and then you plug in something new each season as of right now they're going to continue in the same era the same cast and progress the storyline which makes sense if you watch it at the end right. you'll know what i mean uh, so I thought that was interesting. I just wanted to bring that up since we were talking about. And I'm glad. And a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want a sequel. But I'm like, I'm kind of over the whole new oh, I, people, yeah. new the story reset. thing. American Horror Story. Fucking uh, blows. <laughs> first season, the best. Second <laughs> yes. season. Second season. Don't I hated it. it at the time. I liked it after seeing three, four, and five. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, okay. These I are thought even three worse. was better than two. What was going on with two? I Aliens. Everything D- awesome. Ugh, God, I can't. the Coven. The first one. The Coven. It wasn't bad. It the was coven. better than the second one. Ah, it's like MTV took it over. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. But the second one was terrible. They didn't even like. They didn't even. I like the second one, and then after get the second one, I here. gave up. I'm like, get out of here with this bullshit. And then I had high hopes for last year. Nah, last I stopped. season. Oh, the hotel was yeah. just a. It was awful. They tried oh, to no they re- try to go back to like the the original thing like no if you die qualities. then you can't leave and then See, they I still fucked that, that I didn't up. Get there. Oh yeah, it was like they and tried to they tried I mean, to go back to the first uh, season. Uh, that's dumb. It's not even cool. And then this this season, everyone's like, "What are they gonna do?" And it's like, "Who fucking cares?" What are we gonna do next? <laughs> Find out. Said it was about six. Like I'm not gonna lie, the last two seasons, right? I'm like, I do not care about this stuff, right? Right. Uh, the last one I was excited for was Coven because the goddamn teaser trailers are always better than the seasons and they usually don't have much to do with it Um, this season however I like witches and I like New Orleans that's why I really I like witches I don't like New Orleans you don't like yes you do no you didn't like New Orleans I loved okay I don't like the French quarters Um, I like New Orleans you didn't like the party part but it wasn't even the party part I'm just like smell like shit around here every time I walk outside (laughs) Like everything's expensive, the food's not good. Get me out of the what? French quarters. Oh my god. Get me food's out of the French amazing. quarters. Stop and the it. food was great. There was something at a gas station that was amazing. Next okay, to a bayou. You're the guy that eats twenty seven slim jims I know, in four days. Out of necessity, I can't even though. talk to you about out it. Out of right now, but go ahead. Sustenance. Just... What were we talking about? Oh American Horror Story. <laughs> I'm actually curious about season six now. And the first time I was since curious about all of them. I wasn't I wasn't curious about like four or five and now I'm more curious. I was actually a little curious about the hotel. You're curious about six because you don't know what the fuck it is. But I think I do. What is it? I think it's an orphanage and I think we're gonna get Devil Baby from season one that the doctor had and we're gonna get that storyline uh-huh. And we're going to see the okay, devil baby. It's going to tie back orphanage. to season one. But people are saying. And it's going to be full circle. So you're point. talking about Because it's orphanage, all connected, supposedly. Which I could totally see that. I was getting ready to call bullshit. Oh, were you? Oh, I was get- sorry. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I, will, I, I, was I was getting ready to call this that. fucking table. <laughs> this picnic table. Okay, this go. children's picnic Let table. Let me get the computer off. <laughs> you save the glass and leave the computer. That's not um, mine. It's not my computer. So... But people were like, oh, it's about, uh, damn it. What's <laughs> his name? It. You blew it. You blew it. The doctor? I haven't even started doing my voice, too. <laughs> Are you talking about the doctor? <laughs> no. Uh, I hate him so much. I think he's so, he's so much bullshit. Donald Trump? Uh, not him. Charles Manson. 
Uh oh. People were saying that because oh. when the baby reaches up or the hand reaches up for the, like the the whatever the knives above the cradle, it's supposed to be in the shape of like the Charles Manson fucking uh whatever. All I all I know is that every cool story, bro. Every <laughs> I can't even think of Charles Manson's name because that's how insignificant. I mean, his name is Charles like, Manson. I I just think he's so lame to be honest and the and the bigger picture of serial killers and he's lumped into that but he didn't kill anybody i know but he's lumped into that but he didn't kill i think anybody. he's lame as fuck i think he's I mean, stupid. he is he's so stupid he's like four feet tall and he claims that he got people to murder everyone because they were fucked up on drugs and he gave good sex and he was almost a beat he was almost a beach boy <laughs> is that even a i thing? almost said beastie boy <laughs> yeah. something huh yeah, Charles Manson. The he Beach was friends Boys? with one. Of the, yeah, he was best friends with one of the Beach, Beach Boys. Boys, and he only, he got pissed off because he. But Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys took a bunch of acid and thought he was an orange for a week. I mean, we've all been there. Yeah, you take um, the, you think you're taking the Day Quill and you take the Night Quill. Some stuff here, getting real relaxed because because uh, <laughs> you took the Day the Night Quill instead of the Day Quill. Yeah. Um. So there's uh, why are we talking about American Horror Story? It fucking pisses me off. It's bad. It starts out uh, because excited. we thought we thought Stranger Things might follow that model, but they're not going to. Oh yeah, but, but then another one that fucked up. True Detective, my opinion, hands down, my favorite, favorite, favorite show. The first season, second season, blew it. So anyway, I'm just saying the whole like restart of things. Hopefully, when True Detective comes out for the third season, it'll be a lot better. So. Had you heard about the casting news that no. could be happening? Robert Downey Jr. may be in True Detective season three, currently in discussion. No, I'm How do you feel How do I about not that? know about that? Because I, I, you have to go to Boom Howdy for all your news source. I googled it, but <laughs> you should go to BoomHowdy.com. I didn't know that, but Robert Downey Jr. would be perfect for that show. I don't even know what they were thinking about casting the second season. I mean, and you know what? You know what I kept thinking. To I didn't myself? mind the casting, and then I, you know, you know what I kept thinking was it doesn't matter because the writing is so brilliant. But then HBO was like, "We need you to crank out the same shit that you did for season one over seven years. We need you to do it in ten months, With like, and it's uh, gonna be great." Fukuna, yeah, Fugana. and they don't even work together anymore. They fucking hate each other. Well, yeah, because of season two. <sighs> but um, the killing. Did you know that he's part of the killing? The show. I no, I've never watched it. I know, I haven't either. But I heard it's pretty good. Oh, I I did read that when we were ta- when I was researching for season two stuff that he was going to do that instead. Yeah, and it's on uh, it's on Netflix. Ah, there yeah. you go, guys. So we brought it back to Netflix. Netflix Yay. recommendation. Okay, so what are we what are we doing? Um, here? We're gonna finish up with a quick hit on some horror films. To since we're talking about horror films with Stranger Things and seems to be a pretty horror themed episode mm-hmm. um, to look forward to between now and 2017. Okay. Um, so there's something out coming out called The Death House. I don't think it's going to be any good, <laughs> but the reason I put it on here is because it's like the Expendables of horror. Oh God. So you is got all these Kane horror Hodder? legends. You got Kane Hodder that plays <laughs> Jason. You got Tony Todd that plays Candyman. Heather Laningkamp from Nightmare on Elm Street. Adrian Barbeau from The Fog. D. Wallace from E.T. Critters. Cujo's. Cujo's? So it's the con Michael Berryman, finally in a movie. Sid Haig. Bill Mosley. Oh. Barbara Crampton. Camille Keaton from I Spit on Your Grave. Felicia Rose. Her dick blew off at the end of summer camp. Sleepaway camp, I mean. Um, so all those are in it. So I brought it up. If for nothing else, it's interesting to have Who's all those directing people it? in one. Uh, probably James Wan. 
No, I don't know. <laughs> okay. That comes out in 2017. No release yeah. date yet. You're pointing at the screen because I just brought up It. Is that why? Yeah. Another movie that I ruined for myself because the first time I ever watched It, I was 20 years old. And I was like, this movie is long as shit and I am bored. Yeah. I would agree with that. I'm not a huge fan of the original. I'm not going to lie to you. I the character's great. The character's great. But I don't. as a movie... Eh, I'd rather just see the character for and like 30 that, minutes. Uh, t- um, Sarsgaard. It's one of the Skarsgards. Timothy? Timothy Skarsgaard. Nope, you just made that up. Who was the original? Oh. Uh, Tim. Uh, he looks like the Grinch. No, it's uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Why am I blanking? Yeah. Tim Curry. Tim Curry. He looks yeah. like the Grinch. Oh, does he? Yeah. So... Oh, so it's a scars guard. It's not Alexander, is it? Because I'd be all over that it if it was. Wait, who? Who did you think it was? Alexander Skarsgård. No, it's definitely Timothy. Tarzan. Yep. From True Blood. Oh, Timothy, his brother. Oh, the one that was in uh, the show on Netflix. Um. Yep. Fuck! It was uh, what's his face's show? That did Cabin Fever. That I hate. Eli Roth. Love. Eli Roth show that he did on Netflix. I don't even know what you're talking about right now. Oh God, I'm gonna have to. You gotta Google it. You gotta Google it. You you Google that. I'm gonna burn through these this list. Okay, do it. You can chime in (laughs) as you Google. Uh, So yeah, we have it coming out. They recently released a photo. Yeah, it looks terrifying. I didn't like it. It was frilly. It was yellow. It's very carnival oh, it's not that one it's not that one it's the oh. new photo that we got up here have you seen it you haven't seen it obviously uh, no there's gonna be some dead air for a minute hold on because <laughs> i'm over here oh it's tim Skarsgård. yeah i just said timothy no oh i was thinking about bill Skarsgård. he was in hemlock grove there are way show. too many Skarsgårds guys eli ross show hemlock grove oh yeah i remember on that. netflix it was uh, they got a season two and then it just like went in the shitter didn't it yeah i never finished um season one i don't or maybe i did i didn't watch i don't know here is the full it photo oh very fluffy so isn't he like a spider frilly isn't he like an alien spider or something sure and i mean like, in the in original the is he an alien spider I'm just gonna keep saying it until you say yes. I said sure, and you're like, no, but in the like, is he? But in the movie, <laughs> isn't he an alien spider? I mean, do we want to just spoil it before it comes out? It's a I mean, whole if new you generation. Seen, if you haven't seen it, then you can on September 8th, 2017. You can see the new version of oh, it. Oh God, get that out of my face! There's gonna be a new Ring movie. I hope you're saying get it out of my face because you're face is melting away because you're so excited by it this movie that movie scared me it's a great movie yeah even number two another one number two is not even bad like not too bad no number one is way better i haven't watched it recently out of the tv i'd love to watch it again though like this halloween sometime like in october because i'd like to see if it still holds up for me i saw that movie i probably talked about it on the podcast before but yes there's going to be a ring another rings movie it's going to be called rings with an s um, originally Ring 3D, which they killed. But when the original came out in 2002 is Ringu, the American or the mm-hmm. American remake was called Ring. I didn't know much about it other than these 15 to 30 second commercials of a glowing ring 
which was the well we come to find out just opening up a little bit and then it would say like rain real quick and then go away like they're very cryptic so when it first came out first weekend didn't do very well but then word of mouth spread and it started to do really well it scared the shit out of me and so i'm super excited for it i actually have a i when this first came out on ebay i found someone had dubbed the footage off onto a vhs tape and I totally bought it. I have it right over there in a drawer. Still got it to this day. It. I don't want to look at it. And I would put it in my VCR because I had a VCR with a DVD player on top mm-hmm. back in the day, back in 2002. And friends would come over to watch TV or play games. And I'd, I'd push play first. I'd turn the TV on. And this would be the first thing that would come up was the rain tape. You're a dick. Because that's how I roll. Uh, so, yeah, the rain will be coming out sometime in October of 2017. So we've got a little ways to wait for that um and then rounding out our list (laughs) what were you gonna say sorry so when does it come out it comes out in 2017 too right yes oh yeah the dark tower that's a series though right no it comes out yeah september 8th i think dark tower of course stephen keen's it's the film adaptation of it or miniseries i should say with idris ilba and matthew mcconaughey uh, Idris Silva will be playing the gunslinger, mm-hmm. and the evil sorcerer will be played by Matthew McConaughey, who I pretty much love in everything. Yeah, even the even mom True films. Detective. Dude, he's brilliant. True <laughs> Detective. Don't say oh, yeah. even True Detective. I will watch uh, Failure to Launch if you'd like with Kathy Bates. Nope. Isn't she in Matthew? It? Mc- yeah, as the dad, uh, the mom. <laughs> Ooh, she's the dad. God damn. Sorry, Kathy. I love Kathy Bates. I do too. She's one of my favorites. I know. And especially in American Horror Story. She saves yeah. those seasons. Terry Bradshaw plays her yes. husband. Yes. And Jessica Parker yes. plays a horse trying to get out of the water <laughs> and fails to do so. Uh, Suspiria. Suspiria, the long awaited Suspiria, I guess long awaited. Remake Reimagining comes out sometime in 2017. Seen the original. You haven't seen the original? Mm-hmm. I, it's a beautiful, beautiful film. Visually. And that's why I keep saying, hearing. However, I'll probably get yelled at for this. I don't care. I'm being honest with you guys. I'm not a big fan of it. Yeah. It kind of bores me. Not a lot goes on. I feel like I need to watch it just because I hear it's beautifully shot. I mean, look at that shot. That's yeah. great. Um, but I find it hard to believe that they're going to be able to capture the same kind of... I mean, it, there's a little... People freak out over that film. There is a little cheesiness to some of the sets. Mm-hmm. You got to know some of the backstory on it with the behind the scenes. But um, overall, it's really visually stunning, especially for the time. And I think they can do a good job of it now, but I don't... I want it to be more Guillermo del Toro. Right. And not... And even like Guillermo is del he? Toro, but like kind of super saturated and pushed away, not super glossy and polished. Right. Is what I'm hoping for. Because if it goes glossy and polished, I think it gets cheesy pretty quickly. Right, but yeah. He's not attached to this. But uh, okay. Isabel Furman that was in The Orphan was supposed to, have, uh, at one point, play the leading lady. It is now Fifty Shades of Grey star Dakota Johnson who's oh, taking over. I uh, can't stand her. <laughs> Tilda Swinton will be playing uh, a part with Roman Bloodworth. They round out the cast. Now they're going to be playing the uh, instructors, I believe, at the ballet school. Okay. If they keep the same storyline. Um, but yeah, Dario, Dario Argento's uh, classic Suspiria may actually be happening. I think someone asked me actually a while ago on the Boom Howdy page, like, hey, do you know what happened to that? And it's like, no, it stalled as far as I know. So that's the latest updates I have on that. Um, I've also got a few more. Do you have anything before I go on to the next that you want to tuck uh, in that you're excited about? 
I didn't watch. Okay, so you're, I know you just pulled this up. No, that's fine. Insidious 4. I've sure. only seen the first one, and I thought it was okay, but um, a lot of people freaked out about that, too, and I just don't know if I am excited about any Insidious movies. Like I'm starting to get to the point. I didn't see 3. 3 was kind of a prequel reboot or reset, I think, of the story, if I recall. I saw 1 and 2. The thing that I really admire about these that James Wan and Lee Wanell did is the first one was made on a million dollar budget mm-hmm. and it made like 50 million dollars right but a million dollar budget yeah. in hollywood is bonkers right it's like people working for free almost right um and then the next one was like three million and i thought it was just as good um this one that in insidious four they're actually bringing back lynn shea she's been in all of them she's fantastic right um and then of course lee one l's coming back with uh angus Mm-hmm. Uh, his buddy they're the ghost hunters which i absolutely adore that guy yeah <laughs> he's in fargo yeah he's amazing in fargo season two um so they're all going to be in this but from what i've heard and this isn't official and maybe i'm stupid maybe somebody out there actually knows an official synopsis for it but he's also in conjuring right uh Lee? angus no only one l uh, briefly i think so no um uh, the no, leading male else. guy. I think it was someone else. Uh, what's his name? Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson. He's yeah. in both, which is very confusing. Right. He's a male okay. Yeah, both yeah. Of them, and it's both James Wan, and they're both paranormal. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's weird, but no, I was gonna bring up the the photo I have in our article shows the '50s family on the couch inside the further. Yeah. Which is kind of like the upside down. So right. Nice time to talk about it. I heard we may get some backstory on it, which I find fascinating because that was a super creepy part of the movie with the whistling. Yes. Yeah. And then everyone's just super still and then they all gather around. It's one of my favorite parts. I should of that. rewatch the It's inst- pretty fantastic. Yeah. I should. Here's something I'm really this pumped about. This whole thing stresses me out. Saw? That they keep making more. <laughs> so it's interesting because we got this weird trend of movies that have popular, semi-popular, hugely popular franchises. And then they make a film and they call it the final chapter. Saw 3D, the final chapter. Okay, I'm going to go watch it because I fucking watched all these. I might as well just mm. finish it out. So I watch all of them. My friend Jeremy at the time was like super into them, loved them. So I, when we watched them for the creep cast so we could talk about them on there. And they came out every year like clockwork on on Halloween in October, right? Mm-hmm. Kept watching them, kept watching them. Final chapter, okay, we're done here. Then Lionsgate a little while later says, oh, just kidding. We were thinking about rebooting it. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, no, don't do that, you know? Yeah. Uh, so instead, they're going to add on to it and call it Saw Legacy. I love the name of it. I just don't know if I care that much about it. But I really love Tobin Bell. Yeah. So nothing else, I'll go see it for Tobin Bell. And support Tobin Bell. (laughs) But beyond that, I don't know. I mean, we're seeing it with Resident Evil. Resident Evil has the final chapter coming out. Right. (laughs) Another final chapter. And I'm sure they'll make more of those eventually, too. Here's what pisses me off about Saw. So, the first one... There's no plot for that, by the way, and it comes out 2017. Go ahead. Okay. The first one, I thought... The first one blew my dick off, for one. I mean, gotta. Um, It was... That twist at the end? Well, the twist... (laughs) That was like a twist. I mean, it was just like, get the fuck out of yeah, here. Like, like, no way. Off. Yeah. Um, but also, it was just super psychological. 
and in your head. Sure. And it didn't really show like, a would whole I lot do of that? gore. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The first one it didn't. just didn't. Not, not much. But very tough scenes, like daring you to watch. Yeah. And then the second one, you get a little more gore. Sure. The second one I still pr- I liked because there was a lot of cringeworthy moments for me, like when she falls into the pit of the needles because I'm terrified. Found out real needles. Fuck that. No. Nope. I can tell you more about it later. No. Nope. Off the air. Yeah, I'll pass out. <laughs> um, and then after that, it just was like it just seemed like it was just gore for gore's sake, and sure. it lost that whole psychological aspect of it. Yeah. And, and it was the same I thing just over got over it. I'm just like, yeah, and it is the same thing. It's like, oh, sure. copycats or fucking whatever, you right. know? So, twist after twist, and then all they all tie back to the beginning somehow. But like you said, it's like, like you watch yeah. them, and you're like, fuck, okay, I'll go watch the other one, and then like another one, and then I, eventually I was just like, I'm not doing it anymore. And it's like with Halloween movies. I'll just keep, I will watch those till Paranormal I die. Paranormal activity. I won't watch those. <laughs> I stopped watching those. <laughs> Now with Saw, I like the first one and the second one as well. I think most people are in large majority that yeah. like it or hate it. You did enjoy those. I also liked, and I, I don't know particularly which one this is. I think it was four or five. The Healthcare Act was a big deal at the time. Yeah. And it was about healthcare and vengeance on not being able to go to the doctor and get appropriate right. treatment for Tobin Bell's wife, played by Betsy Russell. Right. And there was the baby they were having and like all the stuff was going on. I was like, that's an interesting storyline. Right. Because there's a story to it. Yeah. So I did like that. But beyond that, yeah, I'm like you. But it just ruins it. Like, you know, I don't know. I think movies like that, like it, you know, the first one had such a crazy twist ending. Sure. That they kind of fell into that, uh the m night Shyamalan, <laughs> you know like you did it once and it blew everybody's mind you keep trying to do it yeah. it's just not working i mean i'm gonna be fair with m night though i'd rather see an m night movie over saw like three or four or whatever that's true did i ever tell you about when i went to go see um i don't even know what movie it was it was like a midnight showing of scott pilgrim Oh, okay. And there was a not was where I thought that was going. Midnight showing of Scott Pilgrim, and I don't even know why I went. I went with a friend, and um, this trailer comes up, and it's like looks terrifying, uh-huh. and it's people trapped in an elevator. Devil. And it comes on and it says, "Sorry, everyone." Devil, and everyone's like, you can hear everyone's like, yeah, and they're like, filmed by M Night Shyamalan, uh. and the whole theater goes, boo. <laughs> I thought the devil was fine. It was okay. It was uh, good because it wasn't really, it didn't have a twist, a twisty twist at the end. Done really. by another set of brothers who are slipping my mind right now, but they also did the Poughkeepsie tapes. Okay. They did the yeah. devil and then they went on to do. I don't like that word, by the way. Uh, Poughkeepsie? It's it, yeah, it's weird to me. I love it. It's a fun word. It's Poughkeepsie, New York. I don't know. I just don't I mean, like it, it is. That, yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know, man. I don't sounds made up. That made up. That sounds made up. Uh, just stop saying it. Let's move on. <laughs> something else people might. Something too. else people might uh, tell me when I say his name is stop saying it is Rob Zombie. God, we just had this uh, conversation this weekend. Rob Zombie is making a new film. Most of you already know. I hope by now. But Thirty One, that's coming out. It's kind of uh It's kind of tapping back into House of Thousand Corpses roots. And bringing the Psycho Circus feel back to the big screen with these horrific clowns and that kind of thing. Let's hope it's good. Uh, Sherry Moon Zombie, of course, a leading role. Duh. Have to. Got to pay those Duh. bills. Um, look, I don't have anything against Rob Zombie, personally. I don't either. I liked House of Thousand Corpses. I loved it. That was great. Devil's Thought Rejects was, is 
phenomenal new and imaginative mm-hmm. for horror and brought some really interesting like icons now yeah. that are in horror uh that we didn't have before brought sid Haig and bill mosley kind of back into the limelight if you will as lovable horror icons again mm-hmm. not that they weren't before but i mean even more so now devil's redex was a great gritty western type movie amazing it's amazing uh my favorite one of his Uh, i know how's thousand anxiety filled just from beginning to end it was fantastic sherry moon zombie awesome in both those movies yeah but it's because she's playing a very comical character right not funny but like comic like over the top character traits Unlike Lords of Salem, which had a lot of potential and looked very visually stunning. Yeah. But like terrible. was a shit movie. Fucking terrible. And partially. Because and she can't act. Is because she can't play a serious role. <laughs> right. She can play a cartoon role. But this really is why I get well. annoyed with Rob Zombie because it's like, dude, we get it. You think your wife is hot. You want to keep putting her in these movies. But it's like. Well, I'm sure she's just, a nice lady. Stop. I'm sure she's nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure she's nice. But just it's know, like. This isn't a direct attack quit, on Rob Zombie. Uh, quit sacrificing your art and your work just so you can put your fucking wife in a movie yeah i just feel like lords of salem might have been a better lords movie. of salem was awful who could we have casted in her spot go uh, <laughs> you're I'll, a dick you just i love do doing this time. to people because <laughs> if you ask me i would have no idea uh what like, uh, writer? <laughs> yeah i was gonna say yeah, I, I don't think I would, she's like on the um i mean anybody else I mean, it would be a good, be a good uh, answer to that. What about Via Farmiga? No. Could she have done it? What about uh, L <laughs> <Elle> Fanning? <laughs> I like L Fanning. She I was actually just do in too. A, she was just in the um, Neon Demon. Yeah. I interviewed her at Comic Con once. Mm-hmm. Did you piss her off? She was like sixteen, probably uh-huh. at the time. She was in Box Trolls. Yeah. And I think we were flirting a little bit. That's in a very publicity way. Yeah. Okay. I mean, her laugh, she laughed. It was uncomfortable. Chris Hansen came in, gave me some cookies. It's <laughs> like I'm done here. <laughs> I'm just gonna go see the fucking movie. Get, get out of here. Moving on. <laughs> so uh, Rob Zombie's 31's coming out. Yeah. Uh, check it out if you want to watch the trailer. Uh, all the, all the trailers, all this. You know, we have a top ten list of horror films coming out. Check check out boomhowdy.com. Uh, the girl with the gifts seems like a very interesting uh, zombie I movie. It said three girls with all the gifts, and I was like, "This sounds like a gross porn." <laughs> three girls with all the gifts. The <laughs> sequel to Two Girls One Cup. Yeah. Um, no, it's a zombie movie that looks really interesting. Out of uh, it's a British movie, actually, post-apocalyptic sci-fi thriller that is a novel adaptation from M. R. Carey. Uh, with the same name but yeah check out girl with all the gifts i'm kind of blowing through these a little quicker because we're running a bit long because we've been gone a long time time. yeah well we've been gone a long time there's been a lot of stuff to talk about see the time has flown by wow at an hour and a half we need to be done Uh, we need to be done even more than that what's the next Uh, one (laughs) now we're just gonna (laughs) listen all. of course don't breathe. oh yeah don't breathe uh that's coming up very soon it's it's not really horror-y though i guess that's thriller horror yeah but it's just home invasion movie is considered yeah god strange strangers right yeah yeah i mean that's one of my favorites yeah of all time god it's so scary subtle there's not i watched it one time i was like well that's all i need to ever watch that ever again one piece of gore in the whole movie yeah it's right that's it 
it's all sound and atmosphere. And they're on the couch, and you just see him like walk. I can't. My stranger's mask. Yeah, I don't want. And there's yeah. one on. The, I have two of the masks in the room. So and I'm friends with the burlap sack, Kip Weeks. Oh yeah, it's a good guy. Good guy. Uh, the last one on this list is the Woods, aka the Blair Witch. <laughs> it's coming out September 16th, very yeah. soon. Check it out in theaters. So that's uh, horror slash thrillers. So next soon. time when we get on here, we're gonna do our movies that we picked. Yeah, we're gonna do the movies that we picked. Do you remember where they were? <laughs> One's a Netflix original with Paul Rudd, Selena Gomez. Yep. And the other one's called, like, Afraid of Everything with Simon Pegg. Fantastic Fear of Everything. Yep. I forgot what that was. Good call. Yeah. Uh, what's the name of the Paul Rudd one? Careless? I don't know. Uh, it's good. I watched it. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Oh, so you did watch one. I watched that one. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, we'll be so we'll reviewing those. both of those. That's why we have no roulette pick this week, because we already did it, and we had to talk about Stranger Things, because we can't do a podcast called netflix and chill not talk about like not even the biggest thing. thing on netflix but the biggest thing in the summer right so yeah so we did that um we're done what is your final rating on stranger things <laughs> five out of five five out of five for me internet movie database gave it a 9.1 out of 10 rotten tomatoes critics 94 audiences 96 and netflix 4.75 plus damn those are like the highest ratings ever. that we've had yeah that we've ever seen uh, again, no roulette pick this week. Closing statements. Uh, I just want to say thanks to everybody that came out to the Boom Howdy Rotten Reynolds booth, whether or not you listen to the podcast or not. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. Time. Maybe you should come out if you listen to the podcast. You know? Maybe you should. Um, so, yeah, we, we got... I just want to say thanks for coming out to KCC. See? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to be announcing Panic Film Fest dates very soon for 2017. You can go to Panic Film Fest dot com or go to facebook and look up panic fest uh at screenland armor theater in kansas city for more details i know we got some people we met at kansas city comic-con that are interested in setting up a panic fest this year as vendors yeah uh, one of them being gut ghost sweet enzo enzo i love that guy's name too yeah um so yeah check out gut ghost plug there and what else follow us on soundcloud itunes stitcher and boomhowdy.com if you can rate and review us it'll help us greatly somewhere Yep. I don't know how it works, but it helps us. Follow us. Get us out of the upside down. Yeah. The the, uh, underworlds. Upside down. Get out of our underpants. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, At Boom Howdy is the site. I'm at Casey Canton. You are at I am Sheetrock. I am Kelly Powell. And at I am Kelly Powell. Yes. Both of those. So until next time, this is uh, Netflix and Chill. We have one big announcement. Yeah, we we do. Mailbag here. We are on episode 19. We're the big 2-0 next. We're just a little short of being able to drink legally. Yes. And wouldn't you know it, right before we turn legal, it's our last. they episode. canceled our show. Yep. Kind of. <laughs> we are no Find longer. out next week on Netflix and chill. <laughs> Bye.